Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to the Case Interview Podcast. Just a quick heads up, what you're going to listen to right now is a clip from an interview Bruno and I did with a former McKinsey AP called Nicolas Constantinescu. If you enjoyed this clip, I highly recommend you listen to the full interview, which you can find in episode 20 of this podcast. All right, let's go on to the clip. The consultants can be really helpful. One is in kind of like... Um fighting the inertia right so you you have a you have an ever-changing world and an organization may have too much inertia and so consultants can really help with that i think another big way in which consultants really help is that like the consultants always bring things back to the fundamentals so it's kind of like you know it's it, the the fundamentals of how to solve problems what do you mean by that because we happen to have a free course called Case Interview Fundamentals. So I don't know if it has anything to do with that or not. No, but so, so what I mean is that like, I mean, you know, you, you talked earlier about the scientific method, right? So right. the scientific method is basically, is kind of like the, the, the spine that supports pretty much any kind of like method of inquiry that we use today. So mm -hmm. academics use the scientific method criminologists use the scientific method. Anybody who's trying to understand and produce insight is using in some form or another the scientific method. It's a spinal cord. Yeah. And I think this is what consultants do. They kind of bring it back to, use it, to using the spinal cord, right? The, I think that there's often this confusion between like topical expertise versus capacity for critical thinking. So top, topical expertise, you know, I, I think like, for example, I'm an expert. I mean, uh, whatever, I, I don't mind calling myself an expert in the airline industry, because I know a lot mm -hmm. about the airline industry. I know a lot about planes. I know a lot about airlines. I know a lot about airline networks, etc. But that doesn't necessarily make me a good problem solver mm -hmm. about the airline industry, right? So I, I think there's one thing, which is knowledge. And then there's another thing, which is capacity to solve problems which is kind of the capacity to create new knowledge right also yeah a new, a new insight that's yeah. right but so i think we, we yeah i think we we as consultants we 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 bring back the fundamentals to to help our clients right to pierce yeah. through things now interestingly there are new fundamentals that i think i think there are new fundamentals that are that have actually kind of appeared in the past few years Really, I think so. That's so, a new thought. Or, so we'll have to see, right? We don't have the benefit of hindsight yet. But I wonder, yeah. you know, like like um, digital, like digital is it's not a functional thing. It's not an industry thing. I think it's like something deeper. It's really yeah. deeper, and I think it's it's kind of like. Of course, you need to be able to do. You need to be able to do problem solving around digital. But there's something about digital that is just kind of like deeper and more entrenched. AI, I think, is the same. Yeah. And potentially robotics. They're kind of like they cut across industries. They cut across functions. They get very co much closer to the core of who we are. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean AI is probably the easiest example. Okay. I mean we're we're just trying to replicate ourselves, right? Yeah. Robotics is the same. So the one who, the people who master AI or robotics, or yeah, actually, actually, let me put it in a slightly different way. But I think that like, it's going to be very, very difficult to be a great consultant 
if you don't understand the basics of how AI works, mm -hmm. how robotics works, although robotics, there's still a little bit of time because I don't think it has immersed itself so deeply yeah. yet. Coding, for sure, coding, mm -hmm. and just digital in, in general. Would you say candidates should be worried about that and studying those fields? Or is it something that you should do after you become a consultant and you get projects in, involving those areas? So I think, you know, to let's say I would, if we're just thinking about the very narrow objective of passing the interviews, mm -hmm. I would not add these things to your plate. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you're thinking more broadly about, do I want to become a well-rounded, mm -hmm. cultivated business thinker? Yeah. You know, cultured, you know, cultured business thinker, mm -hmm. then you need to know these things. It's, I mean, the analogy is a little bit like, you know, if you wanted to be a cultured person, you needed to know, have read, you know, the classic books, right, mm -hmm. right. of of antiquity, of China, etc. Like just kind of read the big texts. You need to know the big texts, yeah. Aristotle and so on. Well, so if we take take this to the business arena now, I think that this is kind of like the new stuff that is becoming part of the fundamentals that you kind of, you need to be able to not necessarily master, but like, understand. because there's plenty of people, exactly, understand, yeah. like understand, exactly. The analogy I make is if there were consultants before the industrial revolution, they probably would want to understand manufacturing and steam engines and, you know, internal combustion engines so they could understand how the world works. Otherwise, if they're like, no, the fundamentals are pre-industrial revolution that, that and ignored that, it, it wouldn't make sense. But I asked the question of whether candidates should be worried about it and, and putting their time into it because a lot of the listeners of this podcast are, of course, candidates who are preparing right now and just wanted to hear your thoughts because they have, as you know, little time to prepare and they have to focus on on this stuff to get in. Otherwise, they won't even have a shot, right? On average, to get in, probably not. Mm -hmm. Probably not. I mean, there, there, probably you need, to, you need to be able to be, I don't know. So let's say, you know, social media marketing, you probably need to at least like be able to say some one thing smart have one idea if we, you know you're going to have a creativity question on like hey how how could we market our product yeah. like maybe you should it, it's helpful if you can say one thing smart about how you might use social media to market the product right right but i don't think you need absolutely not you do not need to become an expert in social media marketing and you should not put that pressure on yourself yeah. and like you feel even more stress it's not worth it but if you're thinking about just kind of like how do i you know the longer term yeah how do i just become more educated about business? How do I, you know, more skill? How do I become uh, um, better able to provide perspective mm -hmm. on how businesses should be run and so on and so forth? Then I think you want to start thinking about integrating, you know, AI, digital, probably coding, et cetera, into your, your general kind of like... <laughs> repertoire. Yeah, repertoire. Thank you for listening to the Case Interview Podcast. If you want to get more insights into how to prepare like the best candidates and increase your chances of getting your dream offer, you can listen to our entire back catalog starting from episode one. In fact, some of our best episodes are the ones we recorded earlier on. 
And if you want to go deeper and learn our best case solving techniques, we welcome you to join our free course called Case Interview Fundamentals. And you can get instant access to it at craftingcases.com course. Now, I hope to see you in the next episode or in one of the previous ones. <laughs>